Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 188, I'm coming to you live from Seattle, Washington. Very excited about that, and hopefully the internet connection will hold up for the <laughs> for the entire show here this evening. You never know about uh, hotel uh, internet, so. Uh, so we'll be talking about uh, my time here and uh, some other stories that we have uh, going on here uh, this evening. And uh, hopefully Kat will be uh, calling in in a little bit as well. She's running a little bit late, but uh, hopefully she'll be calling in here in a little bit. So we'll talk about all of those stories and a lot more coming up on the Dr. Anonymous Show live from Seattle coming up right now. show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Dr. Anonymous show live on a Saturday night here, live from Seattle, Washington here. I'll be talking about that uh, in a little bit, uh, where uh, uh, what I'm doing here, and uh, very excited to be uh, out here. And uh, yes, all I need is a miracle. That's right. Hopefully this internet connection will hold up, or else this will be a very, very short show here uh, this evening. Uh, my name is Mike Savillo, and I am Dr. Anonymous, uh, but my friends, like all of you out there, you call me Dr. A. To find out more information about me, just type Dr. Anonymous into your favorite mobile browser. That should be the top link over there. You can also go to DrAnonymous.com, which brings you the most current show schedule. We have some very exciting shows coming up here in the month of October, also some blog posts and also some uh, uh, TV interviews that I've done with local TV news, including earlier this week, uh, talking about October being National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I invite you to check that out over at DrAnonymous.com. You can also go to DrAnonymous.net, and shout out to, at last count, 280 people who like the show uh, who like the uh, Facebook fan page, who are fans of the Facebook fan page, however, that goes on now over there at Facebook. Also, some exclusive behind-the-scenes video of me doing this show here tonight, and I want to apologize right up front here for uh, not having a, a video stream on the uh, Blog Talk Radio chat room. Um, I tried that earlier, and my uh, my chat room crashed. <laughs> so, uh, so there's going to be no uh, webcam here uh, this evening, or else uh, the whole show would implode on itself. <laughs> but I will try to get some uh, behind-the-scenes uh, video over on the uh, Facebook page of tonight's show. So, because I secretly record myself doing this show because I'm weird like that. 
<laughs> you can also go to dranonymous.org. That brings you the iTunes page where you can subscribe to this show, download shows, and um, listen to them at your leisure. Uh, very much appreciate that. You can also listen to this show in real time on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Palm Pre, Droid, whatever your mobile device is. Just direct your mobile browser to uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Anonymous. Today is Saturday, October 9, 2010. It is 634 Pacific Time. Of course, that means it is 934 Eastern, 834 Central Time. And uh, right here in the city of Seattle, right by the waterfront here, it is 62 degrees Fahrenheit. It's been raining all day here. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it's Seattle. <laughs> That's kind of funny because uh, earlier at home this week at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters, it rained for about four or five days. It was sunny for one day, and then I leave to come here to Seattle, and it is, yes, raining. <laughs> so the rain is following me. So uh, tonight, uh, uh, very happy to be broadcasting live here from uh, Seattle, Washington, and uh, um, uh, it is rare that I do <laughs> remote broadcasts uh, because I'm always skeptical of the uh, internet connection, um, but I, I did give some tests uh, earlier uh, today, and uh, hopefully things will uh, hold up here for me, and uh, if the people in the chat room can let me know if the sound is okay. Um, I was doing some sound adjustments before the uh, show, but if you can give me a little bit of a heads up in there, let me know how it sounds. I would very much uh, appreciate that. So... Uh, um, Kat contacted me right before the show, and she said that uh, she is going to be a little bit uh, late calling into the show, but uh, hopefully she should be uh, calling into the show here um, in a little bit. And uh, we do have some topics to discuss here uh, this evening. Um, uh, probably the, the main, well, not the main thing, but one of the things we're going to be talking about uh, is uh, my time here in Seattle. Um, what, I'm, what am I going to be uh, doing out here? And if uh, if you don't know, you can just uh, go over to DrAnonymous.com and check it out right now, but I'll be uh, talking about that um, in a little bit um, as well. And um, hopefully, hopefully we have enough uh, material here for two hours here this evening. Uh, I do want to apologize up front here to our uh, good friends, Annie and Burrow Live. Uh, I know Annie's in the chat room there, so we're going to be invading a little bit into their uh, time slot here uh, this evening, but this is the uh, only time slot that uh, I could get, uh, just with the uh, travel schedule. So, um, but Annie and Burl Live will still be going live at the top of the hour um, here. So, uh, so we'll be talking about uh, a bunch of things here tonight. And I'm checking Twitter and Facebook at this point. So, But first, I do want to uh, thank uh, Block Talk Radio for uh, featuring the show here again uh, this evening. Uh, thank you, Dr. Synonymous. Uh, says the uh, audio is sounding good, so thank you for, uh, for that uh, heads up there. And uh, welcome to those of you who are new to the show, either listening live or on the archives of this show. We have a bunch of people who uh, listen to this show on the archives. I very much um, appreciate that. I have uh, been a, a social media hobbyist slash enthusiast 
since uh, 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real physician. I am a family physician here. Uh, not here, but back at home in uh, uh, northeastern Ohio. And uh, usually, when you're listening live, you can see my shining face on the webcam here this evening, but I did try the uh, chat room here before tonight's show, um, and uh, putting on the webcam definitely crashed the chat room. So uh, <laughs> there will be no uh, webcam here, uh, live webcam here uh, this evening. Uh, so uh, let's see, before I take my break here, I do want to give a big shout out to people in my chat room here. Uh, we do have Liz. We do have uh, the aforementioned Dr. Synonymous, and also Annie from Annie and Rural Live. So thank you all for joining us. And uh, if you, too, are trying to get into the chat room or if you're uh, listening on your mobile device um, here uh, this evening, I very much uh, appreciate that. So what I'll do here is I will uh, take a little bit of a break here, and uh, we will, uh, I will continue the uh, conversation here um, right after the break. You're listening to the uh, Dr. Anonymous show. Um, live on Block Talk Radio, um, uh, I am a, a proud member of the Family Medicine Education Consortium. You can get there by going to fmec.net and also a website that I created for this year's meeting at uh, fmec2010.blockspot.com. Also, I'm a member of the uh, Better Health Network at getbetterhealth.com and also a, a member of the uh, ProMed Network of Podcast. You can get there by going to promednetwork.com, and I'll be right back. Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio, live on a Saturday night here in Seattle, Washington. And uh, so um, as we're waiting for uh, Kat to call in, hopefully she'll be calling in here a little bit, and I want to apologize again you know, if I uh, talk about uh, my travel stories again when she comes on uh, the show here. But uh, uh, so, yeah, so I am out here in uh, Seattle, Washington, and uh, um, I was uh, – I have to come out here to be a part of a panel uh, to uh, discuss physicians in uh, social media. Uh, very excited about that. That's going to be uh, taking place um, on Monday morning Pacific time, uh, probably Monday afternoon, um, Eastern and Central time. Um, and I'm going to be on a panel with uh, four other uh, people. And uh, uh, it is put on by a hospital here called uh, Swedish Medical Center. And uh, they uh, have been in existence here for 100 years. 
so so good for them. I, I had uh, uh, Dana Lewis uh, from Swedish um, on uh, Dr. Anonymous show 187. And uh, if you weren't able to uh, catch that show, I encourage you to uh, check that out. We talk uh, uh, more specifics um, about their healthcare symposium uh, taking place on Monday and Tuesday next week. Um, I am part of the uh, pre-conference uh, to that meeting and uh, very uh, very happy and uh, that uh, they asked me to uh, be a part of that. Uh, so and I'll be you know touching on that subject uh, you know, during the course of the evening uh, here as well. Um, but as far as you know coming out here to uh, Seattle and I'm looking at my window um, uh, right now. Um, uh, this is my second time out here to Seattle. I was here about uh, oh about ten years ago uh, for a uh, for a medical meeting for a conference, and uh, it is just a beautiful, beautiful country um, out here in the uh, Pacific uh, Northwest. Um, the first time I came out here, uh, it seems like well the first few times that I flew out west, um, either to California or to. Uh, here in Seattle, the uh, uh, the airlines uh, lost my luggage, <laughs> so so I was hoping this time that uh, that was not uh, going to happen. Uh, and uh, I uh, I requested that um, I take a very early flight to come out here because I wanted to spend you know, most of the day you know hanging out exploring kind of seeing what the uh, city uh, is all about. And if you saw my uh, Twitter stream uh, last night, you saw that I was just desperately trying to uh, finish the work that I had at the office as far as my charts and this and that, um, and uh, was able to focus and uh, not <laughs> to be distracted by all the social media um, out there. Uh, so I finished uh, all of my charts um, and then um, was able to finish packing uh, and then uh, went to sleep for a few hours and uh, had to get up early in the morning, uh, about 3 o'clock uh, in the morning, because uh, it takes about, uh, I would say, an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes to, uh, to drive to the, uh, to the airport uh, because I'm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> uh, so it was good that I uh, was able to uh, you know, have good weather, because uh, I know that uh, you know when it gets really cold, like in the winter time, driving to the airport can be quite, quite um, an adventure. Uh, but was able to get out there uh, on time, and that reminds me of another story. Actually, uh, when I flew out of this uh, airport, that uh, <laughs> I was running very late. Um, I was going to a, a meeting in uh, uh, where was that? In uh, New Orleans, actually. And uh, I got there five minutes after uh, when they closed the gate. <laughs> so I had to rebook my flight, um, and I was late going uh, to the meeting. And uh, so there, that should have showed, uh, shown me that uh, I should have uh, gotten, gotten there earlier. But uh, <laughs> sometimes you just never learn because today, this morning, I was kind of pushing it a little bit. Because I was tired and uh, hit the snooze button on my <laughs> on my uh, uh, on my alarm clock, uh, but I was able to get to get to the airport okay, and uh, flew out to Detroit, changed planes, uh, and the, the 
crazy thing about that is that I uh, <laughs> got off the plane in Detroit, and it was like gate 59 or something like that. And I asked, well, where, you know, where is the gate for Seattle? And they said, oh, it's gate 9. Gate 9. And I looked at my watch, and it was about 10 or 11 minutes uh, before I could get down there. Uh, so I was uh, uh, I was a little bit uh, a little bit stressed out there because um, uh, I think we we left our home airport a little bit late as well. Uh, so we got there and uh, I was uh, I was really kind of sweating bullets uh, as far as can I get out to the uh, <laughs> to the plane uh, and I was hoping I was not going to uh, miss the plane, <laughs> uh, but I was able to. Uh, I was able to get out there okay, uh, and the the funny part was that uh, you know I got to the plane and uh, you know I there was you know everybody already boarded but you know I got on the plane I boarded uh, and uh, after that you know we didn't take off for another ten or fifteen minutes because I guess they were waiting for other people uh, coming on the uh, coming on the flight. So uh, I was a little bit mad, but I had to rush all the way out there. And then, you know, I'm sitting in my seat for another 10 or 15 minutes when I could have just a little bit, you know, taken my time or, you know, getting a little bit of a bite to eat. Uh, but uh, but the big thing was that I, you know, I, I got on the plane and, and was not late and I got out here uh, to Seattle. I think it was about 11 a.m. Pacific time, uh, which was great because, you know, I had most of the day to just uh, – yeah, take my time, explore around, and um, enjoy the rain <laughs> here in uh, enjoy the rain here in uh, Seattle. Uh, so, um, so I walked up to uh, uh, Pike Place uh, Market, uh, you know, the very uh, touristy uh, type of place uh, here. You know, because I, I I enjoy doing the uh, tourist type of stuff uh, like uh, other people. Uh, so I was able to well, walk around uh, there a little bit and uh, got to meet up uh, with um, uh, with Dana Lewis, who was the uh, guest here on guest uh, on the show number 187. So uh, she works for the hospital here, the, uh, the Swedish Medical Center here that is hosting this event on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so I got to uh, meet her in person, I, and uh, she is, she's great. She, she's wonderful. It was great to talk with her about a lot of social media uh, issues. Um, it, it's great to uh, you know, talk to somebody who you know, really understands um, how important I think that, uh, that social media is, especially to hospitals, especially to uh, doctors. Uh, so, um, so we got to chat a lot. Um, I even did a little bit of a, a live stream uh, also from uh, one of the uh, cafe type uh, places here, and uh, I'll try to put that up on uh, DrAnonymous.com um, as well. So, uh, <laughs> and it's kind of funny because you know hanging out with somebody who does a lot of social media, um, you know, a lot of what we were doing was kind of you know checking our Facebook page and checking your Twitter stream and kind of seeing who is coming and going and <laughs> it's just uh, it's just interesting uh, it's just really interesting but you know she's super um, she she's uh, she was great to uh, she is great to work with um, and I'm looking forward to this uh, to this event coming up uh, next week and I got to uh, meet another uh, another of the uh, speakers here. 
Um, and uh, uh, his name is oh, I just had it here. Uh, Nick Dawson, I believe, is uh, is, uh, is yeah, yeah, Nick Dawson here. So, um, uh, so I got to chat with him for a little bit. Um, I'll probably talk with him more uh, tomorrow. Um, and uh, let's see here. I think we do have Cat uh, here on the line here. Let me get my let me get my everything working here because we're because we're live. <laughs> we're we're live. Uh, so yeah, I think that is Kathy. Let me, uh, take this uh, little break here and, uh, let me double check my connections here. I'll be uh, right back with Kat here on the Saturday night Dr. Anonymous show live from Seattle, Washington, because I know that you're all here for Kat. So uh, let me make sure everything is working here and uh, we'll be right back. show live from Seattle, but on the line with us, we have here right now my good friend, Kat is here. Kat, how are you doing here this evening? Hello. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm calling you from outside my house. I'm in my patio. Oh, okay. That's a fountain. Nobody's peeing, okay? You hear that? Wow. (laughs) Man, you're here five seconds, and it's already awesome. Good job there, Kat. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking, are they going to hear that? Well, I might as well just tell them what it is so they don't think I'm, like, peeing while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> there's people in my house, and there's chaos in my house, so I wanted to. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, no, I mean, if you have to go, I mean, that's okay. I mean, you know, I know, you know if you have guests and stuff. I mean, I want you no, to they're not, like, really should... my guests. <laughs> no, nice. I don't need to be in there. <laughs> I'd rather be here with you, Doctor Anonymous. Oh well, great, great, great. Yeah, Andy was here for a little bit, and I already apologized that we're going to be in- invading their time space here a little bit. So, uh, um, and I think they're okay with that. If not, well, I'll give them a big hug afterwards. So, uh. <laughs> a cyber hug. That's right. That's right. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. I can hear you. Great. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just these hotel internet connections. You never know uh, 
you never know what's uh, what's going to happen with those. Well, I caught your uh, your Ustream thing late. Like I I, I got on the computer because I saw on Twitter on my phone that you were doing a live stream, and I got on must have been right when you finished. But you had it; it's like recorded. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. So I watched a little bit of it. I could tell it. it you could tell it You're fading out there a little bit. The way it, Can you hear still hear me? I am. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, see, this is tough because I'm not sure if it's if it's my connection or it's your connection. So this will be this will be a really interesting show. So. Uh. <laughs> oh, so you can't hear me. <clears throat> Hello. Uh, so yeah, so you, you caught the end of the the, uh, the live stream there. So uh, so yeah, I tried that out there with with my connection there, and it seemed like it held up for a little bit there. But then, so so that's kind of fun. Um, a couple a couple other people uh, were able to uh, uh, to uh, join in on that. So uh, so thanks uh, thanks for that. Can you can you hear me now, there, Kat? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. You're you're kind of fading in and out. To me, I, I don't know. Let me ask the chat room Hello? Here. if they if they, uh, if they hear you fine, then it's my uh, then it's my connection out here. So maybe I'm going to hang up and, and and call back. Ah, she dropped off. Okay, yeah, so yeah, her connection dropped off here a little bit, so maybe she's, uh, are, are you back? Maybe she's calling back. Yeah, there she is, let's, let's try this again. Can you hear me now? I can hear you, can you hear me? Yeah, a lot better now. Yeah. Okay, good. Like I was, I was listening to you the whole. I could like hear you the whole time. I kept going, "Hello, hello, can you hear me?" I could hear you the whole time. Oh, you can hear me the whole time. Okay, okay. Yeah. So. It's just my fault. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a lot of it's my connection here, but uh, but yeah. So, so you caught you, you caught part of the uh, the uh, the live stream there. That, that was kind of fun to do. Well, I caught it recorded, but. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, but on Twitter you had said it was a, a a slow connection, and I could tell kind of even by the way that, like, you were moving in the camera. Like, it was kind of jumpy. Not smooth. Yeah, it wasn't jumpy. Mm-hmm. Some Wi-Fi. I thought Seattle was supposed to be, like, uh, you know, progressive and ahead of the times. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Wi-Fi. It's not very quick, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's, a lot of the city is, is, is connected, so... Uh, so they're probably all using the same uh, connection, so that's why it can be slow. <laughs> <laughs> because they're all so hip and with the times. Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling weird. Oh, so, so you're uh, enjoying Seattle, right? You're enjoying it? Yeah, I've been here probably about eight hours now, so it was a long, uh, a long travel day. So... Uh, I had, to, I had to get up early uh, this morning, about three o'clock, um, and get to the airport. And that was, you know, that was all my doing because I, because I, I told them I'm like, I want to come out here to, I want to take the first, uh, uh, first flight out here so I can at least spend the day, 
um, you know, doing stuff. Because I hate when I'm traveling, you know, when, when you get there and it's like evening and you're like just wasted the whole day traveling. So so I didn't mind getting up early to uh, uh, just so I can just kind of walk around here uh, today. So um, I went to the, uh, the the Pike's Place Market and uh, – um, and you may have seen it on TV before. That one of the uh, one of the shops there, they they throw the fish. They physically throw the fish uh, to uh, <laughs> like when you buy it. Like they throw like, kind of like entertainment or something like that. Uh, and uh, had a big crowd around there entertaining people. So uh, uh, so so that was fun. Is that where they have that gum wall? Yeah, I, it's well. I'm not sure if that's exactly where it is. I've been trying to find it. I heard it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit, um, so I was trying to find that, but I wasn't able to uh, to find that uh, today. That's so wild. That gum wall. I heard it smells fruity. Uh, yeah, I hear. I heard it's kind of icky. So. Well, um, it seems icky. It seems icky, but I've seen a picture of it. Pretty. Yeah. It's gross, but it's like cool because it's all these multicolored gums stuck to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of afraid to go there, like when it's raining, because you never know what kind of uh, stuff. You know what I mean? They kind of uh, eat them. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm I'm surprised it smells so good. <laughs> so gross. Um. Yeah, I want, I want to thank you for being on because you know I know that LSU is on right now because I'm well, watching that. Well, get oh you are lucky. You know what? Okay, I look and I'm getting ready to watch the game earlier. I was you know flipping through the channels and I don't freaking have ESPN. I have the ESPN News. I have ESPN A, whatever that is. ESPN every ESPN but the regular ESPN. How I don't have it, I don't know. So I'm missing it, and oh. I don't want to know anything if we're losing. But if we're winning, I would like to know. No, it's the, it's the end of the third quarter they're winning. Oh, thank God! It would be great if we could beat Florida. That would be awesome, because Alabama lost and and not Ohio State in number one. You saw that, right? Or you heard about it? Yeah, I saw it when it came back to the room here. Yeah, and I saw it all over Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. Uh, and, and they lost by like two touchdowns or something. But I like fourteen points. I was like yeah. shocked. Yeah, I, I saw the highlights on ESPN. Oh, sorry about that. But uh, but yeah, I saw the highlights on uh, on that. And uh, yeah, it's like wow. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't close. I mean, they didn't look too good. So that you know that that makes me happy. If LSU wins, that's going to knock them up higher in the in the you know. Rankings, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Take Bama off their uh, pedestal that they put themselves on with that traitor of a coach they have. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You go, girl. All right. So I'm, well, I'm never, I'm never. Well, I don't think LSU fans will ever get over that. Um, I mean, and, you know, should they really? Maybe not. No. What's a traitor? <laughs> always a traitor. <laughs> what I say. <laughs> wow. I know. 
So, hey, cool, uh, man. Uh, so how's your week going? I know we, we talked earlier this week, and you were uh, really sick, um, coughing and hacking and stuff, and you're, you're sounding a little bit better here tonight. Oh, I'm much better now. I mean, a lot of the congestion has gone away. I'm still kind of coughing, but uh, I'm doing much better today. Yeah, the last two days were the worst. Actually, the day before yesterday was, like, really bad. You know, you know when you have such a bad cold, like, you feel the swollenness all through your passages from the, you know, from the tips of your nostrils all the way back in the bottom of your throat. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, surprisingly, surprisingly, I've healed pretty quick from this cold. Usually when I get a cold, like I got a cold back in February that I swear, now the worst part of it didn't last this long, but from the time I finally got rid of, I think, all of the nastiness of it, it was a couple months. I mean, it was a long, long, and I had even went to the doctor, got on medication, I even took antibiotics, I know, you know, doctors don't like to do that all the time, but it was just such a bad cold. Right. I mean, two, three months later, I was still like hacking up stuff from that or, you know, blowing out stuff from that. I'm trying to not be too gross, but, <laughs> yeah, the remnants of it lasted for months. <laughs> so thank God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and in general, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I get I get sick too. Uh, you know, generally people in healthcare, you know, kind of, I mean, you get exposed to that type of stuff and sometimes it it uh, it just gets the best of you, especially people who work with a lot of kids. I mean, you know, not necessarily neonates, but I mean, you know, I know a lot of pediatricians who are just just really really sick. Uh, they get sick a lot um, because you know just of the, the people that they take care of, and uh, it could be a real real problem sometimes. Yeah, pediatrics has all the nasty bugs, you know. They got some nasty stuff going on. <laughs> Kids are like walking petri dishes. I swear, they just—they carry everything. Um, yeah, Arians is in our chat room, and uh, she says she calls it the case of being in pre-med. That's why she's getting sick. So uh, hopefully, Erin, you're feeling a little bit better. Uh, so um, she just started. Uh, so yeah, doesn't uh, <laughs> and she's already getting sick that much. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was I was talking earlier before you came on. Um, you know, I usually, you know, I have, you know, some kind of funky type of uh, travel story that I have, you know, just traveling in the airport and that type of thing, but today everything was pretty uh pretty uh, pretty smooth, you know. It was uh, everything everything looked like it uh, you know, worked out pretty well there. So, uh so thankfully, you know, uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, I didn't, uh, um, you know, have my luggage lost, which has happened before when I came out uh, to uh, Seattle and, uh, um, you know, that type of thing. So, or delays or, you know, uh, so, yeah, from a travel standpoint, it's, uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty uneventful, which is nice. You didn't get frisked or anything like you normally do? <laughs> uh well actually i i i was wearing my uh, got blockstein shirt and uh i got uh i got frisked no i'm kidding <laughs> uh, 
Were you really wearing your God Blogstein shirt, though? No. No, I threw that away. Ah. Well, four months ago, I threw that out. <laughs> when he quit his show, that Dr. Blogstein. Yeah, well, he doesn't listen to the show anyway, so, you know, it's not going to hurt his feelings. <laughs> yeah, I know. So he will never hear this. I'm going to make a bet he'll never hear this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I, know, I know that he'll uh, he'll never hear this thing. <laughs> um, and we'll be talking about some we'll be talking about some gossip in a little bit here. So uh, some some stuff that's uh, that's uh, flared up here uh, in the blogosphere out there. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that there in a little bit. Um, <laughs> so anything else going on? LSU's still winning. Oh, what's the score? Uh, let's see. They're they're in commercial right now. Last oh, I saw, okay. it was like twenty twenty to fourteen, I think. Okay, good. That's a nice little lead. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just real because they're in the Gator territory. You know, so they're they're in Florida. So that's one thing against us. And their team, as much as I love them, you know, isn't as good as they've been in the past few years. You know, like I said, I always said 2007 was the the dream team. And, I mean, I've even heard, like, you know, people in sports who, you know, analyze things and all that on TV saying that that year, I remember that year, they were saying this has this probably was one of the best football teams ever in college history. I mean, that, watching them was like watching a symphony. You know, everything just flowed perfectly and everybody did what they were supposed to do and, you know, it was just beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to watch. It was like watching theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now 2007's over, and it sucks. Well, it doesn't suck that bad. I mean, the thing about the LSU Tigers and their fans, we are hardcore fans no matter how much they're doing bad, you know, right. no matter how they are, how good they're doing. We're all, the, the fever is always the same. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, though, that year, uh, you know, as we were getting close to the playoff times and stuff, that night that uh, USC had lost to, who was it, Stanford? They lost to somebody not that good. It was a huge upset that year. And what happened was during the game, you know, they, they were it was during the game, and it was a close game. I think we might have been playing the Florida Gators, actually. And... um they they showed up on the uh, what do you call those those big things there like the scoreboards or whatever they showed that stamp that that USC had lost that game. Okay. All right. We needed them to lose for I guess to, to, I don't know why but we needed them to lose or it was a good thing. The crowd right. went nuts. The crowd. I mean, just thinking about it, I get the chills. So I mean, you should have seen the way that whole stadium just because Tiger Stadium has uh, registered on the Richter scale before, and it had to have registered that night when that happened, when they saw that that USC had lost. Right. Um, the place went crazy, and and it just pumped up our players more. And then they ended up winning. I think it was – we only won by a few points, but it was against Florida. I believe that was the same night. You know, oh, okay. So it was just like, yeah, if I wish I could have been there physically. You know, I mm-hmm. saw it on TV, and it was so awesome. But 
I want to go back to a game. <laughs> I want to be inside our stadium. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, here's a health-related story that, that I did want to, to talk about. Um, so, so I did an interview earlier. I mentioned earlier before you came on. I did an interview earlier this week back at home um, about um, breast cancer awareness month. October is breast cancer awareness month, and um, just kind of seeing, you know, um, you know, I have my patients ask me about you know this all the time, and um, you know, I know you're a cancer survivor, um, and uh, it's it's always nice. Um, you know, trying to get you know people to to get educated about to know about breast cancer, um, and you know, a lot of people say, you know, it's, well, what about the rest of the year? You know, it's, it's just October. But you know, I mean, I, I think that it, it's been a pretty good um, effort that's being being made on a lot of a lot of different people, a lot of different organizations to talk about not only uh, breast cancer awareness, you know, but, but, you know, all types of cancer, trying to get people screened and treated um, because, uh, um, you know, if you find it early enough, you know, you're able to, to treat it, you're able to, to uh, you know, be cured, be healed, be in remission. Um, so, so it's nice to, um, you know, to, you know, to talk about it on TV or talk about it in the newspaper or talk about it with my patients. Um, cancer because it's it's, uh, it's something that definitely you know most cancers I wouldn't say most cancers but there's a lot of cancers that we can do something about if we if we find it early enough and, and get it treated. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's not that many cancers that I can think of that. Well, I don't. You know, I almost don't know if any cancer is necessarily a death sentence because you hear about there's certain cancers like you know pancreatic. Cancer is one that usually people, once they're diagnosed, they stay three to six months or whatever. But I remember when, you know, when I was going through my cancer, uh, and this was back in 93, yeah, 93, 94, you know, I met a lot of other cancer patients, but I met, like, you know, a lot of older people, too, who had had cancer. And I met someone who, she was older. She had been in remission from pancreatic cancer for several years. And they told her three to six months, you know. So I don't think really any cancer is necessarily a death sentence. Um, I mean, I guess unless you're in stage four, and yeah, it, it, it depends when 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 it's diagnosed but, and when, when yeah. it's found. Yeah. So, but I mean, she was like to me, it was like, wow, you know. I mean, it, it's just amazing how some cancers that they're supposed to die. They don't. They don't end up dying, and they're alive several, you know, decades later. You know. Right. Right. So. Sorry. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who's that? Sorry. That was my mom just opening the door, and giving me something. After when we oh. go to a break, I'm probably gonna go into my room because the people left. So. Oh, but okay. I don't want to go okay. through the house now while we're on live because my mom's son yeah. will go nuts. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, why don't we why don't we uh, why don't we take a little bit of a break here and um, then uh, we will come back. When we come back, we will uh, talk about an interesting topic. Um, uh, what and I'll say. Um, how can I kind of make this generic? <laughs> 
Um, we're going to talk about um, people confronting other people on the Internet uh, when, when uh, they have a little bit of a disagreement. <laughs> would, that, would, that, would that be fair to say? Online fighting. <laughs> uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk about online fighting and to tease it even more because it's out there. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not telling any secrets here. We're going to talk about uh, the back and forth uh, between uh, Dana and Kimmy that took place uh, this week. Um, and we're not going to, you know, we're not going to, I'm not going to get dragged into the drama of that whole thing. I'm, I'm just going to talk about things in general as far as uh, Internet fighting. <laughs> And how it's interesting from my standpoint as an outsider trying to uh, see what's going on with uh, um, all this stuff. So, uh, so what we'll do is we'll take a, a break here, and uh, we'll uh, let Kat get all situated there. So, uh, be playing a couple of uh, songs here, and uh, just hang out here for a little bit because uh, we'll be uh, talking about some stuff, maybe giving a little dish. Uh, what I think uh, is going on with this stuff. So uh, the, Twitter scoop. Uh, <laughs> the Twitter scoop instead of the Hollywood scoop. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, so okay, uh, I'll put you here on mute, and then we'll uh, I'll play a couple of songs here, and then uh, we'll be right back here on the uh, Doctor Anonymous show. And uh, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Together, all I 
show live on blog talk radio on a saturday night here from seattle washington and uh, this internet connection seems to be holding up here uh, quite nicely so uh looking out here uh, tonight so uh so cat you with us sir i'm here so, uh, i am get, here <laughs> get, get, got through the place okay there uh, <laughs> yeah yeah, I got I got I got through the place okay. Um, actually, the dogs were nice and quiet, so. Oh well, there very... you go. Well, they, they well they they know we're doing a show here, so uh... <laughs> they're okay with that. Oh yeah, well they they know they know better because no, I, I, I love my mom. all animals. I would never ever hurt an animal. Anyone that hurts an animal deserves to die. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. An animal Man. or a child, they deserve to know <laughs> whatever they get. <laughs> Whew. You, uh, man, you go, girl. Um, all right, so let's, so let's get into this here a little bit. Um, so, um, and again, I want to, I want to say this right up front here, you know, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to, going to cover this story not to take sides, okay, I want to make that clear, um, and not to lay blame on anybody because, you know, I I know both Dana and Kim, um, and, um, but uh, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's, this is something that uh, is interesting to talk about in the general sense as far as you know, when people have disagreements online, and who hasn't had a disagreement online there, Ken? You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, okay, well, I, yeah, I have a whole bunch of stuff to say about social media in general, but I'll let you finish the the preface. 
so, so what I'll put in the chat room here um, is um, a couple of blog posts here, and I know there's a little bit of a delay as far as when I say something and when people hear it in the chat room, so I'll, I'll hold off putting it in the chat room here for a little bit. So, um, so for people who don't know Dana and, and Kimmy, you know, they, they know each other from Twitter, um, and um, they live uh, in the same state now. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they've. Oh, they they've, do. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't realize they lived in the same state. Okay. That, that, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, you know, Kimmy lives in the Chicago land area, and and I think Dana lives a little bit north of that, and I think they've they've talked in you know in person and on Twitter and things. Uh, so what was unbeknownst to me, because I'm just clueless. Is that uh, over the past few months, uh, they have kind of had a a, a, a conflict, a disagreement. I wouldn't even say disagreement. I mean, they were they were fighting basically <laughs> on Twitter. I don't think they like each other very much. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And uh, it it, uh, it can't kind of came to a head uh, earlier this week where. Um, a blog post was written by by Dana, and I, I will uh, I'll pop that in the chat room here. And uh, it was just basically um, just her, did kind of a uh, in a general sense, saying that she is kind of sick of things and uh, um, didn't want to put up with things anymore. And uh, I don't want I'm not going to go into it in detail um, because it is a pretty detailed. Uh, blog post, and you know, I don't want to, you know, get into the uh, um, the details of it because that's that's not the point of why I'm bringing this up. Um, but I do want to talk about, you know, as far as you know, the back and forth, as far as you know, what was the response to this and that type of thing. So what I'll put in the chat room here too is is you know, Kimmy's blog, and uh, it's basically the top post over there, and, and you can kind of see what. What uh, her response is uh, to that uh, to that situation there. What was interesting to me, kind of reading both of those things, is that um, uh, sometimes people just don't play nice. <laughs> um, and I'm not singling anybody out, you know. And I'm not. It's not just this situation. It's like, and, and I think this goes into more of your general points there, Cat. As far as social media, sometimes. You know, people feel the license, have the license to say whatever they want, um, use whatever kind of language that they want uh, to, you know, either make fun of people or take personal shots at people. Um, and it's uh, it can get ugly sometimes, don't you think, Kat? I think so, yes. <laughs> Big time. Um you know, and, and that's true what you just said, that, you know, because it's the Internet, people feel like, you know, they can kind of, like, do or say whatever they want. Well, I'm not anonymous on the Internet or on the computer, not totally anyway. I mean, yeah, people don't know my last name or anything, but I I feel like I still need to act like I would in public, you know. Um, I don't think that, you know, being – outrageous in certain ways, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I still wouldn't do that. Like, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily say something on the internet that I wouldn't say in real life, I don't think, in public. At least I try not to. Like, right. for instance, my Twitter, you know, I, I usually try to think before I tweet. <laughs> and 
and I think, you know, well, how will people take this? Because especially on the Internet, if anything, I probably, I'm probably more careful on the Internet because when you say something, it, unless you put a smiley face or, you know, people don't always know how to take it. And mm-hmm. so I worry even more about offending people because when you're face-to-face with someone and you're talking to someone, you know, you can be joking about something and they'll know it's a joke. Or even if it's over the phone because of the tone of voice or whatever. But on the Internet, things can be taken totally out of context, totally wrong. And so I'm, I, think, I think I find myself even more careful on the Internet. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um uh and I welcome people in the chat room kind of uh um uh, kind of chiming in on this because it's I mean this is this is a topic that is not really talked about a lot out there because I don't think people want to talk about it as far as, you know, when it, when a situation like this happens. Uh you know when uh when two people uh you know kind of have a public fight and when people know both of the parties and it makes things really awkward for everybody uh, as far as, you know, people are perceived as taking sides or, um, you know, if you say that, you know, you're supporting one person, it, it means that you're totally against the other person. And it just, it's just a lot of drama that happens uh, when these kind of public internet fights um, happen. I mean, it, it do you see that? I mean, does that make sense, Kat? Well, yeah, and um, what happened with, with, well, not so much in Kimmy's blog post, but with Dana's blog post, she got all kinds of comments, you know, and uh, it started its own drama from the comments. Just the comments started their own drama. And, you know, even another blogger, Matt, ended up, blogging about something else someone else had written as a comment you know it's like it's it's now become not just a fight between Kimmy and Dana it's other people are involved now and they're all fighting amongst each other and a lot in the comments and you know I find it interesting because you know to me part of me wishes I was still in school taking some kind of sociology class and, and having to do a paper on, <laughs> on you know, the way people act on the Internet or, like, how, you know, just human relationships on the Internet. You know, people, you know, you hear people all the time say, oh, get off the computer, converse with real people or, or you know, go out there and talk to real people. But the thing about it is, is I find that the Internet is a lot like real life. It's just online. I mean, as far as right. the way people act and how they respond to each other, you know, you know, what, like, for instance, if you unfriend someone on Facebook, that's like saying, I don't want to be your friend anymore, right? That, that might hurt someone's feelings or something. I mean, people's feelings can actually get hurt. Uh, fights start. Relationships are made and broken. The whole thing. I mean, it, it is like a whole different life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I I find it very interesting. And a lot of times I like to see, especially on Twitter, you can see it on Twitter, because the whole fight with Dana and Kim I wasn't even really aware of. I mean, I knew that they had been in a fight for a while now. But as far as the latest, you know, drama of what the blog posts were written about, I didn't even know all that happened. I had just happened to go on Twitter one day and, you know, seeing comments 
from both of them and sometimes to each other because I follow both of them. And I'm like, what happened? What did I miss, you know? And it wasn't until the blog post till everything made sense because I, I didn't even know really what happened. Right, so, right. It's, it's um, really wild. Well, Liz says in the chat room here, smileys were invented just so emotion could be conveyed and to help with the misunderstandings. And she goes on to say there was tons of talk about, um, you know, Internet etiquette or netiquette. Um, and Aaron says, I've learned uh, to deal with it. And uh, um, she also says, vulnerability stinks. That's why I have such a big issue with anonymity. So, um, so I think it's kind of really resonating with, with uh, you know, with people. And this is not, you know, this is not something that you know, that is talked about a lot because, I, you know, I, I think people just don't want to get caught up in other people's dramas. But I mean, you know, the bigger picture here is that. Yeah, I mean it's it can get really ugly sometimes, and uh, you know I uh, it, it's sometimes it's kind of sad watching it you know all unfold out there in public, um, and maybe that's what they want to happen, or maybe they tried to um, deal with it um, on a private basis and nothing was really ever resolved. Uh, but uh, I just, I don't know I just. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I wish there was a different way to kind of look at things or, or have people deal with it. But unfortunately, if it came to something like this, then uh, you know, I, I guess all of the other options were were kind of uh, were kind of exhausted. Yeah, I, that's I guess another negative about the online relationships is that you can't like if, for instance, if they would have worked together or. You know, I know they know each. They've met in real life, but they don't live close to each other, so they couldn't. You know, they couldn't come to some kind of agreement um, in person. You know, I, I guess yeah. Could have, I? I think that they had been emailing each other back and forth, and I guess I think that it just got to a point where they both were just fed up, and they were like, "I, I don't care. I'm going to blog about it. I'm going to." let the world know how pissed I am at this person. Right, right. You know. Uh, I yeah, I'm going to be talking about, um, you know, the social media um, here in Seattle coming up, uh, you know, on Monday. And, you know, I, I think one of the things that, that is really seen is that, um, you know, the, 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 the Internet, social media does not create this conflict. I mean, the conflict was already there, Um you know, or if there is poor communication, there's poor communication there already. Um, it's just the Internet and social media just explode it, and, you know, that's what brings it to light. You know, if it, if it was, you know, something that was a problem beforehand, I mean, it was a problem beforehand. It was nothing that Facebook or Twitter created. It was already there, and, and uh, when they blog about it or tweet about it, it just makes it more visible and can make the situation worse. Right. Yeah, I. you know, that's true. That's very true. And in that case, yes, that's a, a, a total example. In, in Dana and Kim's case, that's a total example of them having a problem and it coming out on the Internet. But then, you know, I've, there's been so much in the news lately about, you know, bullying and, and, and online bullying and all this stuff and invasion of privacy. And that's something that I think 
well, it's the fault of the people who do it, but it's just one of the evils of the Internet. I mean, I think the Internet is one of the best things to happen and one of the worst things. It can be used for good or evil, and the evil is just so bad, you know. It's like, how can how are we going to ever get to a point where we can police the Internet enough to where these kind of things don't happen, where people get bullied, where, you know, people, where some videotape of someone comes up on the Internet because somebody else taped them doing something. You know what I'm saying? How can we – it's just so dangerous. But yet it's a great tool for so many other things. I mean, if it's used for good, it could do great things. And if it's used for bad, it can cause people to commit suicide. It's just – I don't know. You know, I, I've always – other than this show, of course, I would never stop doing this show, but I've even toyed in my mind with completely getting off the Internet, off Twitter, off Facebook, off pretty much everything except for checking my email and researching things because I just get so tired of some of the stuff I see online, you know, uh, just some of the things people write, you know, or they'll put up a link and I go to the link and I'm like, I can't stand what's written in this blog post. It makes me sick, <laughs> you know, makes me angry. Yeah. Because you know, it might be something that might be offensive to me whatever, for whatever re- reason. But yet I don't I don't really go into that like on Twitter stuff. I don't want to fight with anyone on Twitter, you know, because if somebody's going to get me mad, it's hard for me to defend myself in 140 characters or less. I mean, how do you really, you know, like, well, if, if anybody clicks on the link and sees Dana's post, it's very long. <laughs> she didn't. Oh, yeah. She, she laid out everything. She put, you'd have to do a blog post to talk about something that really is upsetting you. But right. I don't ever want to get in a situation where I'm fighting with someone over the Internet because it's just not worth my time, you know. I don't like to fight anyway. But if you're face-to-face with someone, you can have a disagreement or or whatever and, and either resolve it or not resolve it. But over the Internet, it just seems like you can never really know who wins. Does anybody ever win, you know? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, Liz is typing in a chat room here. Part of what happens is when something negative is posted about you, your opinion, it's easy to get emotional um, about it. I mean, that's definitely true. Um, and Aaron's types in here, unfortunately, just like you can't take violence slash cruelty out of much these days, had a situation that almost took my blog offline about two months ago and sought counsel from some, uh, good friends. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, and, uh, you know, it's it just as, you know, whatever you want to call them, trolls, haters, whatever, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's it's what kind of what people focus on, um, you know. Just like you said, it, it, it takes a you know it, it, it takes a blog post to defend yourself, but it can only take a few characters, less than 140 characters, for people to say something negative about you, and, uh, and that that could be very difficult to deal with. I remember for for me myself, um, you know, when I started when the blog started getting popular. Uh, that is when I started getting a lot of hate mailing. 
So um, I don't know if that's a rite of passage. I don't know if that's just something that happens when you get more popular, you get more people that hate you. I have no idea. Um, but uh, I, I laugh it off now. But, you know, I mean, you know, some of that stuff that I was reading was uh, pretty hateful. I mean, it was pretty bad. Um, so, you know, when you, t- you talked about bullying before, you know, I mean, that's, I think that is a huge topic now in the news. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what's going to happen, you know, with all of that, you know, it's, you know, w- w- you know, as far as, you know, is the internet to, to blame for that? Was there a lot of stuff happening before that incident happened, you know, to, to lead to, you know, somebody, you know, committing suicide? I mean, it's, these are questions that, that are, that still have yet to be answered. Um, and uh, I don't know how, how it's going to end up. Well, I think in the latest situation, as far as, I mean, they may have bullied him, even if we didn't have the Internet, they may have bullied him in some other ways. You know, it's just that the Internet, like I said, is so, is such a a, a really bad way. Because, I mean, you know, here they put that video on, on there for who knows who, for the whole world to see, actually. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like it can do so much damage to someone. And... I just can't stand bullies. And, you know, I I get my feelings hurt super easy. If if somebody was to send me hate mail, I would just be so upset. I mean, I'm very sensitive. And remember how I was talking on your show about my favorite YouTubers now, the Shaytards and everything, and I was saying saying back then, they get a lot of of great comments. I mean, they get thousands and thousands of comments. It's like a chat room almost when when you do now how YouTube has that automatic scrolling comments. They're just constantly going. And most of them are good, but you see some people that are like beyond trolls with, with their with their comments. I mean, horrible things. Some things I can't even say, but I'll give you just an example of something. And this isn't even as bad as what I could say, but I just can't say some of the things that they'll say. But they'll be like, I hope you and your family die in a fire. I hope somebody comes and murders all of your family. I hope saying bad things about their children ugly, nasty, sexual things. I mean, horrible, horrible things. And it's like, what kind of people are these? You know, that's beyond troll. What kind of people would think some of these things, much less even typing them on the Internet? Because I know it's like we said before, it's true that because you're on the Internet, sometimes you feel like you can be a little free to say some things. I can understand maybe cursing or saying something that's, might shock people, but to say some of the evil things that they say in those comments, to me, that's yeah. like the way total psycho serial killers think. And it's like, mm-hmm. it, it just disgusts me. I think YouTube has the worst, of, of, of wherever I go see videos, they have some of the worst people that comment there. Those are some of the ugliest comments I've ever seen is on YouTube, on videos, anybody's video. Right. But right. It, it just, you know, that's why the couple of little videos I put on there, I just close the comments. And I know people probably think, oh, well, the, you know, they think that that's chicken. You close the comments. No, I just don't feel like seeing crap on my channel, you know. Right. I'm just going to eat it anyway if somebody writes something nasty. Why, you know, why would I leave up something that, that – I mean, he gets so many comments, he doesn't even have time to see them all. You know, so I don't know right. which ones he sees and which ones he doesn't. But he does like to look at the comments, but – 
It's, now those people are haters and stuff too. They're they're pissed off because he has an awesome life and they have nothing. You know, they probably didn't have a dad that loves them like he loves his kids. You know, because they'll call mm-hmm. him all kinds of too and stuff. It's just it makes me sick. You know, it really makes me sick. But um, and and that's the that dark side of the internet. You know, <laughs> it's like the part I don't like. The part that sometimes I just want to shut off my computer and and. Never look at the computer again. Just shield my eyes sure. and keep an, an um, innocent about me, whatever is left. There's, uh, we have a great chat room here, as always, that we do. Um, and uh, I'm going to read some of this stuff here. Um, let's see. Aaron says, having been harassed on Twitter, my blog, et cetera, but if you give those kind of people power over you, are you really asserting that you're weak? Are you asserting that you're human? Um, so hold on that. Dr. Synonymous says, on the doctor blogs, people get intense about opinions. For example, people who don't immunize their kids get beat up by physicians. Um, and even Jesse's chiming in here. The Internet gives us a mask. We can do whatever we want with, and no one will see. Uh, and then he adds, in a time where hatred is running wild, um, Liz is saying, uh, newbies on the Internet especially forgot there is a real person on the receiving end. That's a good point. And Aaron is saying, a, a wise friend of mine, someone who's been on the show, told me that uh, your blog is like your house. So some good good comments in the chat room here this evening. Um, uh, and, and there are some people who says that, that say, you know, if you put yourself out there um, on the Internet, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, then you should expect to get some negative comments because you're putting yourself out there. What do you say to that, Kat? Well, okay, I understand that uh, that idea. I do. But think about it. When you live your regular life, you go to work and stuff, you expect everyone to tell you, they don't like the shirt you're wearing. I mean, or, and I know that's a simple thing. Do you expect everyone to, to, to give you negative comments all day long or negative? I mean, yeah, you're putting yourself on the Internet, but unless you're, I mean, fine. If people don't like me, that's fine. And you can, you can even tell me you don't like me, but what I'm talking about hate mail, I'm talking about, you know, mean things being said to me. It's like, for instance, like the comments I told you on on, on the Shaytards blogs that they get. Some of those things are just uncalled for. You don't tell people right. you hope they die in a fire because you just don't like them. Or right. that's, that's, like I said, a mild one. You should see some of the disgusting, perverted things that they'll say about cho- that his children. And these are kids, people, I'm talking about a month old. Well, okay, no, 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 I'm sorry. An infant, two-year-old, what, five-year-old, you know, there's just no need for that. There's no need to be harassed online. If you don't like right. it, it's fine. But you don't have to, to tell me what a, a douche I am or whatever, you know, because I'm just going to get pissed. I'm going to say something back, you know. Right. <laughs> I don't want to get pissed off, and I don't want to say something I'll regret. I mean, people don't yeah. do that in real life to each other. Even if somebody doesn't like you, they're not going to come up to your face and say, you know what, I think you're a douchebag. Right. I mean, right. you know, it's like why can't people act online like they would in real life? Right. 
right. to treat yeah. each other with common courtesy. Now, if you disagree with someone's opinion, that's one thing, because what Dr. Synonymous said about, you know, on the doctor blogs that they get intense about opinions um, and the whole immunization thing, I understand that. It's one thing to, to argue an opinion. It's another thing to get personal and call someone a name or call them whatever. Or right. say you they die, you hope they get murdered, you hope, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Nasty. But, but, yeah, if you disagree with someone's opinion, sure, you know, but... But that's where you should draw the line. You shouldn't get personal. And, I mean, it happens, yes, but it's kind of like, you know, um, how the the bullying thing, people are, it's coming more into light now because, uh, you know, it's, it's in the media now more. Are we seeing the, the consequences of bullying, whether it's online or not? Like, they need to, you know, take care of it in schools when it happens in schools and and online, but... How do you police the internet? How do you because if you're if you're the principal of a school, you can figure out ways to keep bullying from happening in your school. If you see a kid that's getting bullied, then the bullyers, the bullies, would have to pay some kind of a consequence. Something happened, right? But how right. do you keep it from happening on the internet? On the internet, and and how far do you go where you don't, you know, where you don't. Uh, Mess with freedom of speech and all this, you know. There's there's laws and there's, but I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to. Yeah, say. I mean, I mean, you know, where where you know, where is the line drawn? You know, I mean, as far as you know, common decency versus you know the big censorship word, you know, that people you know throw out as far as you know the freedom of speech and that type of thing and and i think that's that's that stuff that's being debated right now as far as you know what where is the line drawn as far as what is considered you know the bad word of censorship versus you know just treating people nice so you know and yeah and i don't want you know schools to be like the niceness police and all that kind of stuff you know i mean it's it's uh but you know, how do how do you deal with it? I mean, and uh, um, I'm not sure what the answer is. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and also as far as the well, obviously, what happened to like Tyler Clemente was obviously a, a breach of of his privacy, right? But when you're out in public, let's say you're out in public and somebody videotapes you falling on your butt, or you know, <laughs> for something like and. and, and you're doing something embarrassing. I'm just saying, falling on your butt. You're some out somewhere and you fall down, and it's funny. And they put the, that's. They say if you're out in public, isn't that like it doesn't matter? Like if somebody was to videotape me, whatever, outside, not necessarily something embarrassing or anything, but and put it on YouTube, that's like not an invasion of privacy, right? I mean, if you're out in public, it's like free reign, right? But. The Tyler, in the Tyler Clemente case, I think he was in his room, but, and, you know, obviously in a private situation, but, uh, you know, where are the laws when it comes to that, too? I mean, do you know, isn't it, like, if, if, if you're out in public and somebody videotapes you for whatever reason and puts it up on YouTube, isn't that, like, not against the law? I mean, I, I admit I'm not I'm not that familiar with the, exactly what the law says, but I do know that it's you know, 
I think it's vague. I mean, I, I don't think it's very clear cut. I think, you know, obviously any, any law can be interpreted how people want to interpret it. Um, so, I mean, what you're saying could be correct. I just, I'm just not, you know, that, that too familiar with it. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how we really feel about, you know, trying to legislate, you know, good behavior, you know, (laughs) you know, just a law saying, Oh, you have to, I mean, I, I I understand the extremes, you know, can't, you you know, but, uh, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's an interesting, uh, um, interesting discussion that, that, you know, that I think, you know, that we should have every once in a while or society should have every once in a while to try to, you know, figure out, you know, you know, some, some of the really bad things, you know, of the internet, you know, I mean, we, uh, you know, we, you know, sometimes we forget about them or sometimes a case like this comes up where we talk about it. I mean, I think, you know, the internet, I mean, it's, I think it's the best thing ever, you know, I mean, they're, they're, you know, we'll probably talk about a lot of good things that happen on the internet too. Um, yeah. It's just something like this. It's just, it, it, it it, it uh, you know, when it does bring out the worst in people, then, uh, you know, a lot of people dwell on it and say, well, that's why the internet's evil. And, you know, that's why we shouldn't, you know, have anybody on the internet. Right. Well, and I, and I do mean to, as far as I do, I do want to clarify that, I don't mean necessarily police so everybody's nice and Pollyanna-ish all the time. <laughs> I mean, right. then it would be so fun. But I'm talking about, you know, extremes. Um, and and as, as far as bullying goes, that's more of what I'm talking about as far as the policing because even with the comments, you know, ugly comments on a video or something, then you can't really control that unless you just turn off the comments, you know. Uh, it just shocks me, though, some of the comments I do see on YouTube, like, it's just so wild that that's the one place where people get kind of, because on Twitter, you don't see it that much. I mean, I mean, on blogs, you don't really see it that much. Uh, people just getting, saying these horrible things, but it's, for some reason, the comments on YouTube, it's like, oh, you know. I can't look at this. Oh anymore. no! I mean, the, the 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 comments on YouTube are the worst. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, what is that? I mean, it, they're 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 pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I, I wish I could give better examples for the the one I'm talking about on the shade tarts, but it's so bad I can't even say it. That's how bad it is. That's how bad some of them are. And, of course, all his fans always jump on those people. You know, you see people always saying, oh, you know, I can't even say what they say because they get really mad. But, um, yeah, it's it's, a, it's some ugly people out there. Um, my switchboard just crashed. <laughs> oh, no! No, I, so. I hear you. Um, so I so I put something on there in the chat room if, if people can still hear me. I think it, I I think it's the haters that are uh, that are coming after me because uh-huh. they're they they heard us uh, <laughs> heard us uh, talking about them. So uh, so I'm putting a, a message out to the uh, to the chat room to see if they can still hear us. I know I know I can still hear you and you can still hear me, but uh, we'll see if uh, anybody else can hear. <laughs> uh-huh. Hear what we're saying because. Uh, <laughs> uh yes, okay, so we're we're getting we're getting a yes there. So all right. Um 
So anything else you want to talk about this uh, here, Kat? I, I think we had a – I always have a great discussion with you, Kat, on, on uh, you know, sometimes some serious subjects, and uh, I, think, I think we do okay with that. And, and that's something I did want to bring up this week. It's something that just generally happened in the – in the uh, in the internets out there. So uh, anything else before? Because uh, uh, I'll take a break, and then I do have some some uh, some health related stories, some stories from the week here that we'll uh, close up the show here with. Um, but anything else on this here, Kat? Just um, that any uh, haters out there and bullies, karma is a bitch. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right let me uh let me take a break here and uh then we'll uh cover some stories here so we have 35 minutes so hopefully we'll be able to stretch it uh, for those 35 minutes or we'll end early so we'll we'll see uh, we'll see what happens here so let me let me find some music here my friend cat so um Let's see. Oh, yeah, I, I played this uh, before he came on, so we'll play this. We'll, we'll play a couple of bumpers here, and then we'll come right back here on the Dr. Anonymous show and cat. So we'll be right back. Maybe.
back to the Dr. Anonymous show live on Block Talk Radio, staying alive. That's right. The LSU Tigers are staying alive here, my friend Kat. So uh, they have they have went ahead here, but they are uh, uh, they're reviewing the play. You're not going to believe a touchdown. It. You're not going to believe this. I'm watching it. I'm pretty oh, you're watching. watching. It. So well, you, you do I have, have ESPN. All sudden, well, all of a sudden I have it. Earlier when I clicked on ESPN, I had a blank screen that says, you know, that I didn't have that station. You know how you have direct TV? No. Ah, that guy looks all upset. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I said, let me just check anyway, because I know I have to have ESPN, and I just put it on, and I freaking have it, and there's like six seconds left in the game. And we're winning. Well, we by four, so uh, with six seconds left, so uh, there you go. Six seconds. It's looking good. Unless they have a fairy. Yes, this is so awesome. You don't know how – I really honestly – Went into this game, just saying, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna expect the Gators to win. I was kind of expecting the Gators to win, so I am so thrilled right now, and I want to scream in delight. However, I'm so upset that I missed the game because I thought I didn't have ESPN. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, uh, I. I can't. I can't help you. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> no, it, I, I, I wish I could. I wish you could too. It's like, do I just maybe not have the channel at certain times, and maybe I do at certain times? Oh, look at those Florida people! Look at them. couple of stories here and uh, then you can watch the last five seconds there. <laughs> so this week, this is from the Associated Press for Friday, October 8th. This is a health story. Uh, Abbott withdraws diet pill in U.S. and Canada. Uh, Abbott Laboratory says it's withdrawing the diet pill Meridia uh, in the U.S. and Canada after uh, almost a year after studies showed the drug increases risk of heart attack and stroke in patients with history of heart disease. Meridia has been available in both countries for more than a decade. Um, Abbott says it made a decision at the request of the uh, USFDA earlier in the day. Health Canada, the nation's health department, announced the drug would uh, come off the market there as well. European regulators pulled the product off market in January, citing data uh, showing that patients who had heart disease were more likely to have heart attacks and stroke taking the drug. So I've had a lot of patients uh, in the in past years uh, take this uh, Meridia with uh, pretty good results, but uh, when I started seeing that they were uh, kind of being investigated for it, I kind of held off on that. And uh, also the U.S. FDA was uh, you know sending out some letters as well as far as you know warnings about it before they officially withdrew it from the market. Uh, looks like yesterday. 
So, uh, so yeah. So they're talking to uh, they're talking to your to your guy there, Kat there. Uh, the uh, set the coach there. Yeah, Les Miles. Les Les Miles, huh? Les Miles. Some people don't like the Les Miles, don't you think? Uh, I know. Lately, lately they haven't been liking him, and I'm 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 not sure why because. You know, for a while there, he was totally loved, and now they're saying that he should be fired. But I, I guess I'm missing something. I mean, yeah, our team isn't as good as they have been, but a we're still five and zero, and b well, I don't know what b. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was the one that won the BCS championship. I mean, he's the man. <laughs> and he's not a traitor uh, like Saban is. Wow, man! You know, outside my uh, hotel room here, uh, uh, there's a uh, there's a wedding that's going on, and I can hear people in my hallway here uh, yelling and screaming and stuff. Uh, must be people from the wedding party. So, uh, so yeah, so this, this will be an interesting night here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear them. <laughs> Oh well, I hear them. <laughs> so maybe they're LSU fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see what else do I have here. Uh, uh, New York seeks to ban sugary drinks from food stamp buys. This is from uh, the Associated Press, Friday, October eighth. Using food stamps to buy sodas, teas, sports drinks, and other sweetened. Uh, beverages would not be allowed in New York City under a new government effort to battle obesity. The mayor and the governor of the state announced uh, earlier this week they are asking permission from the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which administers the nation's food stamp program, to add sugary drinks to the list of prohibited goods for residents receiving assistance. Uh, So that's interesting. So adding rules for what people can buy and can't buy with their food stamps. So, uh, um, you know, New York City has always been, you know, kind of out there in front as far as, you know, banning certain things that you can eat and that you can't eat. And what they're determining is, you know, low fat, high fat, um, bad for you. Um, and there's been debate about this over the past few years. Is that, you know, is that really the role of the city? Is that the role of the government? I don't know. Um, but uh, we'll kind of have to see the fallout as far as maybe people with food stamps really want to buy their sodas and teas and sports drinks. So who knows what's going to happen with that. But I just think it's interesting to talk about. Well, I saw some, I think it might have been Dana that tweeted about that, that that, that, that they were going to cut out sugary drinks out of the food stamps, but that they were still going to let them buy Kool-Aid and sugar. But Kool-Aid itself, without the sugar, I don't know how many calories it has or whatever, Ah, yeah. You know, I can, to me, I kind of see, like, I understand people saying that they don't want the government telling them what they can eat and not eat, but if the government is giving you the the money to buy the food, they should be able to say what you can buy with it. That's kind of how I look at it, you know. Well, yeah, and that's our taxpayers' money, too, so I think we should have a say about what what happens with that deal, too, so. (laughs) Right, And, and, and the thing is that they don't let you buy liquor, with it, and so nobody's ever complained about that. Right. You know, it's, right. To me, it's like kind of the same thing. If they're trying to battle obesity, then great. You know, I mean, 
Cokes and stuff like that are going to be cheaper than liquor, and sometimes I'm sure people still buy liquor, even if they have the food stamps, so just buy Cokes, too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you mean pop. Pop. It ain't pop. It's Cokes. You don't mean, like, crack, do you? No, no. You know, I never said soda or pop. In, in the South, we just... Either call, we call it what it is. We'll say a Coke, Sprite, Dr. Pepper. You know, right? You know, or we'll just usually say, "You want a Coke? Oh, do you have Dr. Pepper? Yeah." Or you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. We never say soda or pop ever. Those words <laughs> never come out of our lips. <laughs> um, many Americans plan to skip their flu shot this year. Imagine that. This is from Thursday, October seventh, from HealthDay.com. Health Day News, although vaccination against influenza can protect people from illness and uh, help prevent the spread of flu, many Americans say that uh, they and their children won't be getting the flu shot this uh, season, a new study reveals. Despite the attention surrounding last year's H1N1 outbreak, 43% of Americans say they will not be getting their vaccine this fall, according to a survey from the National Foundation of uh, for infectious disease. Another survey from the same group say about a third of American mothers say they have no plans to get their flu shot for their children. Those decisions could come back to haunt Americans, experts said. And uh, this is from the CDC guy. Flu is serious. Every year millions of people get sick. More than 200,000 people are hospitalized and thousands of people die from influenza. Uh, the flu vaccination remains the best way to keep yourself uh, protect yourself against the illness. Uh, so, Kat, is it, so uh, does your employer require you to get the uh, flu shot? Well, I know they offer it, you know, um, and if you don't want it, you have to sign a thing saying you refuse it. I always get it, you know. Hmm. As much as I hate needles, as much as I hate actually receiving it, I get it because I'd much rather have that little bit of pain then then go through the flu. Right, right. Uh, so have you have you ever had any kind of reaction to that, uh, to the flu shot there, Kat? Not really. Um, you know, just a little pain at the site, you know, but I've never really gotten sick. I've never had a, any kind of allergic reaction or anything like that. So so, is, so why are these parents not wanting to do it? Um. It doesn't go into why. It just goes over the study results that they are not. But Dr. Synonymous in our chat room here says that in his office, more than ever, are asking for the flu shot. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe it's just variable as far as who is, uh, who's asking for it and who's not asking for it. So I know in our office, uh, people are asking for it. So um, I don't know who these people are surveying, but still, we have my office because they're, they're, uh, they're getting them. Get, getting them done. Get her done. Yeah. And I'm wondering what their reasoning is. Like why, you know, I, that would be interesting to know. Why aren't they wanting it this year? Um, well, I, I've read some things. That I, I think people were, were upset about last year. Um, they were told that, uh, you know, H1N1 and there wasn't really a lot of cases. And people are like, well, there weren't a lot of cases because everyone was immunized and other people are like, well, there weren't a lot of cases because they were making it up. Um, it wasn't really true, so I'm not getting my flu shot this year. So I don't. Some people are saying that. 
Well, I mean, it can't hurt to get it. <laughs> you know, why take right. that chance? Yeah. Well, I, I know in my office every year people are like, well, you know, flu shot gives you the flu, and I just have to go through the same thing every year, and it's no, it doesn't, and so um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, Aaron is asking, do you think immunocompromised should or shouldn't get it? I, you know, I think if it's not too, too serious of a condition, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, I remember uh, when I had cancer, when I was going through chemo, uh, I don't think he wanted me to get the flu shot then. But afterwards, yes, like I definitely get it. Because like the first, I guess, five years after I had chemo, I got sick a lot. I mean, I would get oh, like okay. four, four major colds a year, and I mean, they would get to like pneumonia status. I mean, I just would get sick a lot. But now it's, I think I, I'm doing a lot better now. It's been, I don't know, 14 years, 15, something like that. I forget. Yeah. I was, you know, cancer-free in 94, so whatever. 16, wow. Has it been that long, huh? Good for you. Yep. Um, Let's see here So I have a couple other uh, non-medical stories uh, Kind of silly type of stories here to finish up Uh, From Reuters From Friday, October 8th The title is Over 52? Question mark Then you're probably grumpy This is from London Uh (laughs) Uh, Britons finding being older than 52 is nothing to laugh about because that's the age when they start becoming grumpy, according to a survey released this week. A poll of 2,000 found that over 50 laughed far less than their younger counterparts and complained far more, while infants laughed up to 300 times a day. That figure had fallen to an average of six laughs in, by teenage years and only 2.5 daily chuckles for those over 60. The survey for cable TV channel Dave found men were also found to be more grumpier than women. One reason for the decline in mirth, I'm reading that, uh, uh, might be the lack of joke-telling skills. The study found the average Briton knows only two jokes. Wow, so there's not really funny people over there in uh, Great Britain there, Kat. Uh, (laughs) That's funny, just hearing that. Um, You know, I think it would make sense, though, that the older you get, the grumpier you would get, right? Like grumpy old man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, You've lived a long time. You've seen a lot of things. You know, you're you're, you're older. Forget- you're bitter. You're like, I can't take this anymore. You know. Yeah, life is like. I stopped laughing. You know, when you're a <laughs> child, when you're young, you don't have the kind of problems you have as an adult. And yeah. I'm, I'm I don't know where the age 52 comes from. You know, like you, like. Two. The where did the fifty-two part come in? You know, you, I, you think. I don't have any idea. Oh, over the age of fifty, that would, you know, seem to make a. I mean, like, I wonder where they came up with that exact number, but. Um, like, uh, like, how did they come up with the number of laughs? Like three hundred laughs a day in infants, and yeah. uh, two point five. Like, how do you measure that? That's 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 interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. 
yeah, like do they just follow people around all day? <laughs> oh, <laughs> laughed. Okay, check another one. <laughs> I think the younger you are, the, the the more innocent, of course, that you are, and the less you know about how horrible and bad the world can be. <laughs> Right. Yeah, the world is, is good, though. There's a lot of good in the world, but, you know, I find that the older I get, um, the more I learn. It's, it's true. The wiser you get. And, and unfortunately, you the wise the wiseness comes from some good things, but also bad things and seeing things that, you know, upset you and stuff. And then sure, just the physical sure. part of getting old, you know, Maybe you're not as energetic anymore, and you know your bones are starting to ache, and you're losing some of your hearing or something. I don't know. Maybe that's. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. So I have one more story here, and. Uh... Uh, from the Philippines, and uh, if people don't know my ethnicities from the Philippines, and I know, uh, do, do, do you have a lot of it in your church, right? Does you have a lot of Filipinos in your church here, Kat? I am Filipina in my heart, okay? <laughs> I, am, I am, I am, yes, this, my my church is like 90% Philippine, Filipina. A lot of my friends, a large majority of my friends are Philippine. And you know what's funny? Even on Facebook, uh, you know, I, of course, a ton of my friends from here is from the Philippines. But then I've had, you know, like I've I've gotten friends on Facebook so I could play games, my, my games that I play. And you find them on, on, on the sites of those games. You know, they, they're looking for new neighbors and stuff. And I've had a lot of people who are Filipina or Filipino. Right asked me to be their friend, and, and they just happen to be my friend. I don't never met it before, but they're just Filipino. You know, I just I love Filipinos. <laughs> Those are my people. <laughs> well, then you're like uh, you're like this story here from Reuters from Tuesday, October five. The title is Anthem Crooners Told Not to Do It Their Way from Manila, Philippines. In the Philippines, a land of passionate singers I know from my parents and a lot of Filipino people I know, uh, taking on the national anthem is about getting a little more daunting. Get it wrong, and you could land in jail for a couple of years and be fined more than $2,000. A ban on the improper singing of the anthem and unpatriotic displays of the Philippine flag is a Senate vote away from becoming law after the lower house voted 196 to zero in favor on Monday. Uh, this is a quote from one of the representatives there, a Congress people. Our Congress has given more teeth to government's campaign to invigorate patriotism, respect and love of country by singing our anthem properly. Uh, he goes on to say, well, he, he goes on to say, uh, he lamented that Filipino artists and singers have been changing the anthem's military march melody and beat, and the flag has been made into shirts and short pants. If the uh, Senate passes the law, uh, the first approved uh, by the lower house, uh, since uh, violators uh, face up to two years in jail and a fine of 100,000 pesos, which is 
dollars. So look out for that there, Kat. Oh. <laughs> you know, that's why, you know, when you hear stories like that of the kind of stuff you can get in trouble for and go to jail for in other countries, you really need to to see how great our country is. <laughs> Whenever people <laughs> complain about our country and stuff, I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, I mean, now the Philippines is beautiful. I've never been there, but <coughs> I see pictures and stuff. Like, I might want to, I might want to retire there when I, uh, or move there when I retire to Manila. Really? And live in a condo, a high-rise condo. Because with the money, I mean, you don't have to have that much money to live like a queen. Unfortunately, it's kind of like Mexico. You're either really poor or wealthy, right? It's kind of like right. that. Right. Oh, <coughs> sorry, my coughing's coming back. <coughs> Excuse me. See, this show's made you sick there, Kat. I'm, I want to apologize uh, I should have hit the mute button. I'm sorry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't have to save up that much money, and I could live like a princess over there. I just better make sure I don't ever try to sing the national anthem or anything, because I might not sing it good enough. Yeah, you really you look out for that, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. So that's all I had for us here uh, this evening, Kat. So, yeah, congratulations to LSU there. They uh, pulled out there at the end there. So, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Very excited about that. So before we say goodnight, I do want to give a big shout-out to the people in my chat room who uh, who hung out for our special Saturday night uh, show here. We have Dr. Synonymous. We have Aaron. We have a guest. We have Jesse Ferg. And uh, we also have Liz. So thank you all for uh, for joining me. And, and also for people who are listening on uh, your mobile device there, your iPhone and other devices. So thank you for, for hanging out uh, with that. Uh, uh, but but can you have anything else for us here this evening? I, I hope you you know that you do don't get sick again. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better tonight. Yeah, I'm feeling better. I'm hoping this coughing is just a a temporary little glitch that it's not <laughs> that it's not my illness coming back because then I will not uh, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so as we go off the air here, I uh, just want to uh, invite everybody to head on over to the last half an hour or so of the Annie Burrow Live show. Uh, you, can, you can catch that over there. And uh, also our good friend uh, J-Man, I think, is having a show tomorrow, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, it's always a good time uh, as well. So uh, so check out those uh, those shows here on the network. But, uh, Kat, it's always great. It's always fun to have you on. So I'm glad that my internet connection here in Seattle uh, held up here, and uh, we didn't have to uh, restart the show or anything like that. But uh, but Kat, thank you so much for the time, and it's always great to have you on. And and it, it's a good night, uh, great show, LSU one. What else? What else do you need? I know, right? And I'm and I made it for most of the show. I was upset that I missed some of it, but I was here for a large majority, so I'll get over it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be on the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> All right. No, I love I love being part of this show. So I had a great time. Thank you everyone for showing up in the chat room. Mwah! I love you all. And I love you, Dr. Anonymous. 
Oh, well, thank you, Kat. It's always great having you on. Um, next week, uh, I will also be out of town, so I'll be at Places Unknown, and uh, so uh, we'll try this again and, and see if my Internet connection holds up for, for next week. So it'll be uh, really, really interesting. Cool. I can't wait. Now, I work next weekend, so hopefully it'll start at the same great time that you picked this time. Uh, um, I think so. Yeah, I'll have I'll have to see kind of because uh, I, I am having uh, um, having dinner with some friends here uh, on that evening as well. So I'll have to check out what the time of the show is going to be. Uh, but yeah, I will definitely uh, let you know there, Cass, and uh, we can kind of do all this again here uh, next week. Awesome! Can't wait. <laughs> Love y'all. Bye. All right. Good night, Cass. Uh, all right, kids, so that uh, that ends here uh, my show here live from Seattle, and I'm glad that my Internet connection uh, held up here, so thank you to the hotel here for not uh, kicking me off, and uh, thank you to the haters for not, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, getting me canceled here this evening. So, uh, uh, But stay tuned to uh, dranonymous.com, and uh, that will uh, – get you my activities here in Seattle. I'll be speaking on uh, social media and medicine uh, coming up um, on Monday. Uh, so you can get the links on that at dranonymous.com. Uh, and uh, tomorrow night, for uh, those of you who uh, um, participate in the Twitter chat for healthcare and social media uh, called HCSM, on Twitter, that'll be uh, um, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific. I'm going to try to live video stream uh, the people who are hanging out here in Seattle doing the uh, Twitter chats. So uh, at least for me, that'll be interesting. That may not be interesting to you, but I'm going to have fun doing it. Um, so the next couple of days here is going to be very exciting for me and uh, great opportunities out here. So uh, uh, stay tuned to DrAnonymous.com and also my Twitter stream, uh, Dr. Anonymous, uh, to uh, uh, keep track of what I am doing. So uh, coming up uh, next week uh, on Thursday night, um, I will be back home at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters, but I will be uh, also talking, wrapping up uh, my uh, activities here, um, what I did here in uh, Seattle, and also talking about Blog World Expo, which is going on in Las Vegas uh, at the end of uh, next week. So hopefully we'll be able to get somebody calling in from the Las Vegas meeting to let us know what's uh, going on there. There's also going to be some... Uh, med bloggers, social media tech people uh, presenting there. And uh, a week from tonight, um, I will be out of town again, but uh, I'm going to try to broadcast the show again from the hotel where I'm at. I'm not going to tell you where that's at because uh, I just want to surprise you. So uh, so uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, joining me here uh, this evening. Um, I very much appreciate it. Uh, to uh, Liz and Jesse Ferg and Aaron and Dr. Synonymous and a couple of guests there, Tonight, thank you for uh, joining me. And uh, right after this uh, closing song, I'm going to be heading over to the Annie and Burrow Live Show to uh, see what they are doing for their last half an hour. So this is Dr. Anonymous uh, signing off uh, from uh, uh, Seattle, Washington, out here. Uh, thank you for joining me. Take care, and good night from Seattle.